What's up guys? Welcome back to the John Summer Challenge. Today is day seven of the John Summer Challenge. You are in John chapter four. We made it to chapter four, verses one through 42. And today was a fairly longer passage than what we've been reading uh, as we read the encounter with the woman at the well. Now there is a ton that we can unpack in this long passage. There's always so much we can talk about and we can't cover all the details. We can't pull out all the sweet truths within these short, shorter devotionals. Uh, but so today I'm going to take a slightly different approach and I want to give you four truths about salvation that we find in our passage today. Four truths about salvation that we find in our passage. And to set the scene, here we have Jesus who is gaining popularity. He's gaining more followers as he performs more miracles, or as John likes to call them, signs that are pointing to the greater miracle, which is the cross of Christ, where he will be the sacrifice and uh, pay the penalty for our sins. Uh, he's performing these miracles leading up to that greater miracle. And, and as he does so, he is gaining popularity. He's gaining more followers. And not wanting to create a public rivalry between him and John the Baptist, Jesus leaves Judea and he heads to Galilee. Now along the way, Jesus passes through a place called Samaria. He goes to a city within Samaria, thirsty from his long journey, his hard journey. Remember, he's a man, Colossians 2.9, in him the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form truly God truly man and so he does get weary he does get thirsty he stops at Jacob's well for some water now I know how we feel about water you know we don't we love water it's necessary for us right and so he stops there I won't go any further on that it is there though not by accident not by chance but according to his divine plan that he meets a certain Samaritan woman. He meets this woman, and this leads us to our first truth about salvation. I'm gonna give you four of them, okay? Number one, salvation is offered to all. Salvation is offered to all. Meaning salvation is offered to everyone without distinction. Everyone is offered the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. And let's look at verse 7 to see where we're getting this. Verse 7. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Now, there are three reasons why this was a shocking encounter, meaning this is an unusual encounter. First, in this culture, men did not speak to women in public. Now, some of you boys are brave. You even, you know, go against the girls at King of the Hill in the pool. You know, but in this culture, that's not happening. Guys don't even talk to the girls in public it's just not appropriate in this culture secondly 
rabbis or religious teachers especially made sure not to associate with immoral women, which this woman was immoral, which we'll see more of later on. Third, there was a bitter rivalry between the Jews and the Samaritans that was built from centuries of mistrust. Okay, and so here are three reasons why it's, it's kind of shocking that Jesus is talking to this Samaritan woman. To put it plainly, in this culture, Jesus was talking to what was viewed as the lowest of the low, the most looked down on, the outcast, somebody that no one wanted to associate with, an immoral Samaritan woman. And as we read on, we see that Jesus offers this woman living water, aka salvation, and she does indeed accept Christ as her Savior. And so this reveals to us that there is no partiality in salvation, meaning salvation is offered to everyone. It's not just offered to the religious elite who know it all, the Pharisees like Nicodemus, or a certain race, or men only. No, Jesus is the Savior of the entire world. Now, we know that this does not mean that uh, everyone in this world will be saved. No, many people walk on the broad way and choose to reject Christ. But this means that Jesus is the Savior of the world, meaning Jesus saves people of all kinds from all across the world. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter any of those things. If you turn to Christ in genuine repentance and faith, then you will be saved no matter who you are, no matter how bad your sins have been, no matter where you come from, you can be saved by Christ. And that is good news. Salvation is offered to everyone. It's a universal gospel call. Number two, salvation is given to those who thirst. Are you thirsty? Now, first thing that you might do is go and grab what? A Dr. Pepper. I get it. But what you really need is water. And spiritually, what you really need is living water. And so this is saying, aka, those who realize their need for a Savior. Those who thirst are those who realize their need for a Savior. Let's look at verse 11 in our passage. It says, She said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get the living water? Now, this woman is the complete opposite of the man we learned about earlier, Nicodemus, right? Nicodemus was a Pharisee who was highly respected, who knew the law very well, and who fooled himself into thinking that he can earn salvation on his own. But this woman is the complete opposite. She's an outcast. She's the lowest of the low, and she knows it. She understands her need for a savior. She is thirsty for the living water that Jesus is offering. She longs for it because she knows she needs it. And it is only those who understand their need for a savior who will be saved. Those who understand and feel the weight of their sin, 
those who know and admit that they cannot save themselves. They cannot accomplish the law perfectly on their own. They cannot earn their salvation. Those who acknowledge that truth and humble themselves and submit to the Lord and say, I can't do it on my own. Those are the people who will be saved. Only those who are humbled will be saved. There, there is nobody in heaven. Let me tell you, there is nobody in heaven today who got there thinking that they deserve to be there. No. Everyone who goes to heaven knows that they do not deserve it at all. We deserve what? Hell. But God instead shows us his amazing grace. Everyone in heaven knows that they did not deserve to be there. They do not deserve to be there. But that God instead shows them amazing grace, shows them incredible love. And so they are saved. Number three. First one was what? That salvation is offered to all. Second one, salvation is given to those who thirst. And thirdly, salvation is given to those who repent. Now Jesus convicts this Samaritan woman um, of her sin. And let's look at verses 16 through 19. He said to her, go, call your husband and come here. Verse 17, the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have correctly said I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom now whom now have whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. And the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Now what's happening here? Jesus is exposing this woman. Jesus knows all men, right? Jesus is omniscient. He knows all hearts. He knows exactly what's going on. You can't hide anything from Jesus. And so Jesus comes to this well, meets this woman, and knows exactly what she is dealing with. Knows exactly what sin she's struggling with. And, she, and he exposes her right then and there. He exposes her immorality. And it is this conviction of sin that will ultimately lead her to repentance repentance is turning away from your sin and turning to god it is not just a guilt of sin it is a decision it is a conviction to choose christ to pursue him to honor him which means at the same time giving up and walking away from your sin it means giving your sin to christ and saying, here, I, I want nothing to do with it anymore. I want to follow after you. And so I will leave all my sin behind. Because you are far, far better. So let me ask you. Have you truly repented of your sins? Number four. The fourth truth. Fourth and finally. Uh, about salvation. Salvation is given to those who believe salvation is given to those who believe and we see this in verses 25 through 26 and also verse 42 25 though says the woman said to him I know that the Messiah is coming he who is called Christ and when that one comes he will declare all things to us verse 26 Jesus said to her I who speak to you 
am he. Now this is an incredible moment in our scripture that Jesus identifies him himself as the Messiah, as the Christ, as the Savior of the world. And then we read in verse 42, and they were saying to the women, to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this one indeed is the Savior of the world. Salvation is given to those who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Those who fully put their trust in the one who has come to take away sin by dying on the cross, paying the penalty of sin, bearing the full wrath of God, and by raising again from the dead, defeating death. Salvation is given to those who believe in that very truth, who believe in the Son of God, who believe in Jesus Christ. This belief leads to total submission to Jesus as Lord, giving and surrendering your entire life to Him. Have you put your faith in Jesus? Have you repented of your sins? Are you thirsty for the true living water that will finally satisfy your thirsting soul? Salvation is offered to all today. It is offered to you. The question is, how will you respond? And if you've already given your life to Christ, if you've already put your faith in him and repented from your sins, then will you this day remember what Christ has done for you? And remember when you are caught up in sin, when you are in a trial, when you have slowly drifted away from Christ and you catch yourself, will you remember that you must depend on Christ? It is only through His strength that you can overcome sin. And it is only through Him that you can be truly satisfied. Maybe you catch yourself or you find yourself at a low point in life. If you are in Christ, remember who your Savior is. Remember Him and run to Him and find rest for your soul. Is your soul thirsty today? Then run to Jesus and drink living water and you will never thirst again. Okay? Well, I've got three questions for you to reflect on. Number one, who is salvation offered to? Basically, summarize what we just talked about and tell me, who is salvation offered to? Number two, what does it mean to repent? And have you repented? Tell me, what is repentance? And number three, what must you put your faith in? What are you putting your faith in? Submit your answers to those three questions and you will have completed day seven of the John Summer Challenge. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.